Welcome to Not The Only One. I'm Sarah Jerome, your host and high school youth minister here at St. Matthew Catholic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. This podcast explores our Catholic faith and is here to remind you that when you have questions, you're not the only one. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Not The Only One. Today, we are in good company with St. Teresa, St. Teresa, St. Teresa, and St. Teresa. That's right. We're talking about four different saints, all with the same name. And today, I'm hoping to help you differentiate which saint is which. So let's get started. There's St. Teresa of Avila, and she was born into a wealthy family in Avila in 1515, right before the Protestant Reformation. So during this time, Jews and Muslims had recently been forced out of the country, and they were subject to scrutiny from the Spanish Inquisition. This Teresa is famous for two things, reform of the Carmelite order and mystical spirituality. So around the age of 20, St. Teresa of Avila joined a nearby Carmelite convent. And back in that day, those convents had a relaxed approach to religious life. Um, So as Teresa grew in her spirituality, she wanted to reject the worldliness that her convent provided, and she desired to establish a new one where she could experience just greater physical and spiritual poverty. So she worked alongside St. John of the Cross and formed a new order. It was called the Discalced Carmelites. So what she's even more widely known for is her mystical insights. In one of her books, it's called The Interior Castle. And this is where she describes the stages by which a soul attains spiritual perfection and union with God. So a lot of what she talks about and writes about is based on her own experience. And this experience has left the church an an invaluable guide to contemplative prayer and all the possibilities along with it. In 1970, St. Teresa of Avila was declared a doctor of the church. Her feast day is October 15th. So then we move on to St. Therese of Lisieux, or some people just call her St. Teresa of Lisieux. She was born in France in 1873. From a lot of different records, she was pretty stubborn and feisty. So feisty, so stubborn, in fact, that when she was very young, she wanted to enter the Carmelite order. And she even had to petition Pope Leo XIII for permission. She ended up getting that permission, and she entered into religious life at the age of 15. Unfortunately, she died when she was only 24 years old, um, and was only really known to a handful of people, like her family and just close community of nuns that were in northern France. Even though she was so young, she had this deep wisdom and an insight that seemed to have only could have come from God. And so she wrote about her accounts of her life and spirituality. They were later compiled into an autobiography, The Story of a Soul. And while this was only meant to be shared among the discalced Carmelites, it ended up finding its way into the outside world and became a bestseller. So she's really well known for her little way. And St. Teresa's little way is characterized by a sense of humility and abandonment to God. It's a way of serving Jesus through just small acts of love. Her spirituality and wisdom have inspired countless people on their path to God and have helped to shape the spirituality of the modern church. She was also declared a doctor of the church in 1997. There are only 36 doctors of the church, and of these 36, two of them are St. Teresa's. 
St. Teresa of Lisieux's feast day is October 1st. So now we move on to St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. She's also known as Edith Stein. Um, Growing up, Edith was born in 1891 in Germany to a devout Jewish family. At one point, she read the autobiography of St. Teresa of Avila, and she has this conversion. So on the very first day of 1922, she was baptized into the Catholic Church. St. Teresa was brilliant. She was brilliant in philosophy specifically, but she faced many challenges as a woman, and it really prevented her from pursuing a successful academic career. She continued teaching until she was forced to stop under an anti-Semitic law that was being imposed in Germany. So in 1933, following the lead of St. Teresa of Avila, she entered a convent of Discalced Carmelites, where she took the name Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. She was sent with her sister, who also had become Catholic at the time, to a convent in the Netherlands. They thought that they would be safe from Nazi threat. In May 1940, after less than a week of fighting, the Netherlands fell and was occupied by German forces. This then led to a series of persecutions, and there was a swift and brutal response, where priests and religious especially were targeted. St. Teresa Benedicta and her sister were arrested on August 2nd and believed to have died on August 9th in the gas chambers at Auschwitz. Her feast day is August 9th. So now we move to our final saint, St. Teresa of Calcutta. She's our most recent St. Teresa, and one that you might even remember. She was alive from 1910 to 1997. She was someone who you might be able to easily recognize by a photo. Someone who was just well-loved and literally gave up everything to live with the poorest of the poor in the slums of India. She's a woman who lived the gospel in a way most of us are probably too afraid of. St. Teresa of Calcutta was born to an Albanian Christian family, and she discerned a call to religious life at a very early age. She desired to be a missionary, and so she left home for Ireland, joined the Institute of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and she took the name Sister Mary Teresa, which was after St. Teresa of Lisieux. Mother Teresa felt this call to go serve the poorest of the poor and live among them. So she embarked in this new life where she served Jesus among the hungry, the homeless, the lepers, and anyone who just felt unloved. While she struggled in the beginning, and while there were temptations all along the way, she really placed her trust in God, and she began to attract women who wanted to follow her way of life. When she died in 1997, Mother Teresa had received numerous awards from organizations and institutions around the world, including the Nobel Peace Prize in 1979. With so many people wanting to follow and be more like her, there was a new order that was called the Missionaries of Charity. And they're so easily recognized by their joyful attitude and their habit. It's the white sari with a blue striped border. St. Teresa of Calcutta's feast day is September 5th. Each of these saints are known for so many different things. but They create this just incredible model for us to live our life. St. Teresa of Avila is known for the interior life and institutional reform. St. Teresa of Lisieux is known for the little way and the Great Commission. St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross is known for faith and reason, the covenant with Israel, and the power of the cross. And St. Teresa of Calcutta is known for the proclamation of truth and the importance of charity. 
We ask for them to intercede for us as we pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Everything is a grace. Everything is the direct effect of our Father's love. Our difficulties, contradictions, humiliations, all the soul's miseries, her burdens, and her needs. Everything, because through them she learns humility and realizes her weakness. Everything is a grace because everything is God's gift. Whatever be the character of life or its unexpected events, to the heart that loves, all is well.